Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Imprint Companion, a podcast dedicated to trawling through the incredible Australian boutique Blu-ray label imprint films with all of their great batches dropping. This is our second batch for July, a little bit overdue, but we were desperate to come back and talk all things Jim Sheridan, a terrific box set imprint spine numbers 138 to 141 i am one half of your physical media partnership just like both of those double a batteries in your remote <laughs> or triple a's depending on what brand of your mm. remote i am one triple a blake howard and the other triple a lexi sitting next to me is one alexi toliopoulos welcome back sir great to be chatting to you again on imprint companion it is my pleasure and it is my honor to be here in person in the man cave <laughs> in one heat minute production studios yeah. the house that heat built it is so good it's I, it's been a while since i've been in here i actually don't know if we've ever recorded an imprint in person no. usually we're over the internet but we've been hanging out this evening so i'm here in the studio you've been doing it up it's had some renovations it mm. looks freaking fantastic but the thing that captures my eye the most is this near complete shelf of imprint releases yes we are we are sitting in such cl close proximity to a i don't know it's like 80 centimeter high bookshelf mm -hmm. from uh, Ikea, four shelves. It's a half billy. It's a half billy. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's exactly what it is. It's the <laughs> half billy and there is precisely about one box set's worth of room yes. on it left for all of the imprint releases that have it, done. It's going to be filled up in a batch or so <laughs> and I just did a test to see if we could double stack, put two rows deep and with a little bit of an overhang, it does work. Slight overhang but nothing... Too dangerous, mm -hmm. nothing that Sylvester Stallone would not approve. Exactly. So this is all we have to think about. And that is all we have to be thankful for. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to get through this box set. It's been a long time coming. Jumped overboard, about 200 yards out to sea. Swam back to this guard for a second place. Only this plane, I got everyone in the trouble. This doesn't matter, does it? Because I'm no good anyhow. <laughs> Conscience doesn't make cowards of us all. I did it for you. Grow up. Uh, Jim Sheridan is a filmmaker that I quite admired growing up in my early cinephile days. Because of one movie in particular that's not even included in this box set. What? There's a movie of his that I really loved. I saw it quite young on its initial release called In America, which is oh. an Irish family migrates to America and they're like, you know, lower socioeconomic lifestyle about them trying to kind of find their place in New York City. And I found that movie to be such a beautiful version of the migrant story. An amazing cast, these two little yeah. girls as the, as the daughters, amazing child performances and Paddy Considine as the father, Samantha Morton as the mother, Great. and Dijmon Honsu as their neighbor. And I think he was Oscar nominated for it. There was a few Oscar nominations around this movie, but I was so charmed by it. It was one of those early, early years where I remember seeing most of the Oscar movies uh, come that came out. I would have been like, you know, early teens, 13 or something. <laughs> now you've got like that, um, Da Vinci Code whipping 
yeah. ritual if you miss an Oscar nominated no, now movie. now I've actually freed myself. <laughs> oh, you I'm not seeing Green Book. I saw I Coda the night before the Oscars <laughs> and I thought it was not good. <laughs> Bored by it. No, thank you. But I've missed a few Best Picture winners and I've missed and I'm okay about it. You yeah, know? it's good. This I've is a good place. Up. It is. We've grown up to appreciate beautifully curated mm-hmm. collections of movies from filmmakers that are actually charming and important rather than boring and mm-hmm. crazy and directed by one Farrelly brother. <laughs> so we're going to dive into three of the four Irish films from Jim Sheridan that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about, firstly, 1989's My Left Foot, which I've seen a million years ago, but Lex is going to talk more specifically about the transfer and all of the features on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're then going to talk about uh, In the Name of the Father from 1993, which I'm going to talk about um, here as well. And, and Lex and is going to dive in. That's what I've seen a million years ago seen, as well. Seen a million years ago. And then we're going to dive in finally to and chronologically to The Boxer, um, which we both got to check out. And this entire box set, um, just as an overview, rather than we normally do in so many of our different um, uh, chats where we talk about the special features that are individually related. Mm -hmm. The great thing about this Jim Sheridan box set is that there is like a whole, they must have done countless hours of Mm. conversations with him about all these films and about all the productions and about all the writing and the journey and the storytelling. And they're just cut up into these Mm. great chunks that are consumable and great for all of these. And I would strongly recommend it because, um, you know, across the boxer, uh, you know, uh, for the later films, he's got some great insights about they had no idea that there was going to be a political, like, underlay that was mm. going to help to inform the melodrama of the story and it kind of the fusion of those two yeah. things was how that came together for in the name of the father really strange one but gabriel byrne was the producer mm. and wanted to star in it in the pete postlethwaite role oh wow and originally they were thinking of like of of having um uh the the lead character played by johnny depp what the heck? Yes. And so during the production, though, because Gabriel had owned the rights to it and then Jim Sheridan had it and then eventually they got Daniel on mm. and then Pete Postlethwaite, et cetera, it just, like, I think that there was a bit of tension thank between God. director and producer. I know. Like, yeah. thank God. Like, it's unconscionable these yeah. days. But I it's do like, like Gabriel Byrne a lot. Yes. Um, but, wow, that's a diff- really different movie. A crazy different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Way less about, like, this redemptive arc between a father and son and intergenerational mm. sort of... Um, intergenerational perspectives of like this rebellion that needs to happen. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're really, really crazy. So any of the Jim Sheridan stuff on these, there's lots of archival interviews all around them. Some interesting ones with Daniel Day-Lewis um, um, on the boxer as well and on In the Name of the Father. But yeah, I, I, re- I really find the, the later Sheridan stuff um, because he's older and he seems much more forthright about going, mm. this didn't work, this worked. I liked, I kind of really liked that. It charmed me. I really, I have to agree with you. I found that how kind of nonchalant yet intense he is in these interviews <laughs> that span all of these films. Uh, I watched I watched the interview for the My Left Foot package as well. Mm. Uh, and I found that so interesting because that is, it's mainly known for its one really iconic performance. Yes, It's one of those movies that that's what it's known for. One really interesting performance that eclipses the film as a whole, eclipses its director, and even it's one of those movies that people probably haven't seen very much of, unless you're doing a run of best actor, 
movies, movies that won Best Actor, uh, it's one that you would probably not go to, really. But I hearing him talk about it so forthrightly, as you put it, about like the challenges of making a movie. And this is the movie that took him from theater to film. And he's worked with a really intense actor on it. Uh, it was fascinating hearing him talk about that performance and talk about like kind of channeling Daniel Day-Lewis and about having to find the story in it. And what he talks about is something that I hear so many people talk about was for this kind of movie, he was like, yeah, we're just going to do the Gandhi thing or the Lawrence (laughs) of Arabia thing where we see them a little bit later on and it's it's so against how we see this real-life person and then we're going to cut back to their childhood away from there. And it was really interesting hearing him find that structure in there and seeing My Left Foot, I actually don't know if I'd ever seen it before. I don't know if I'd ever seen it before. I feel like it's played on Aussie TV. Like if you're mm. if you're in Oz, I feel like it's like randomly played. Maybe it was SBS World yeah, Movies or, or something Fox like that. Classics or something. something. I've se- I've, I feel like it's it's been on in the background, and mm. I didn't want to do it the injustice of like passively watching it. I really yeah. wanted to dial into it because um, two two movies that I was slightly less familiar with, which, which were The Boxer and In the Name of the Father. So I was like, I'm going to focus on those in this box set because I am not as familiar with them, and I want to just I want to be consumed mm. by more Daniel Day that I haven't really seen. Exactly, and my mum. Uh, was a, I guess a Jim Sheridan fan, but she, my mom loves like Irish movies, Irish history and stuff. Um, I, you know, I think she really relates to the, like the plight of the Irish a lot. Um, as someone who, ha- who was, a uh, grew up as a family had to come seek asylum in Australia. I think she really understands like that plight of the rebellion and the revolution type stuff. Yes. Um, so she loves Irish cinema. And so I think that's how I was introduced to Jim Sheridan was through my mother. And seeing My Left Foot for the first time, I think the thing that really hit me was Daniel Day-Lewis. Obviously, he's freaking amazing in it. (laughs) It is unbelievable to finally watch him in this movie. It is such an incredible physical performance that is so real. It's so real. Yeah, And I think that is... uh, it's refreshing to see because now we hear so much about like method acting is this method acting is that I think largely that is built up on the, uh, the kind of iconography of Daniel Day Lewis himself. Yes. And like hearing stories about how he had to be carried around and all that stuff. But now when we see method performances, it's very rarely feels worth it. Like the outcome very rarely feels worth everything they go through watching this. You're just like, it's freaking real man you can't escape it. it's real but the other thing that really blew me away who is just as powerful as and as exciting as daniel day lewis is a young actor hugh o'connor who plays the young christy brown yes so he is amazing as well he's like under he's he's not even a teenager he is fantastic in this movie and if you're not familiar with my left foot it is about uh artist and author christy brown who is uh who has uh cerebral palsy very strongly severe cerebral palsy um it's about his life about like uh how he can uh, how he discovers art, how he discovers communication and the 
difficulty in his life, basically. So biopic, classic biopic structure like Gandhi, like we said. <laughs> um, and it was really interesting hearing Sheridan talk about how to turn that into a movie. It's from based on the autobiography that uh, Christy Brown had written, but how he turns it into a movie just going, like how to build the structure and like how he builds how he builds meaning into that structure in the things that he needs to overcome that Chris needs to overcome those goals and stuff and i found it really really fascinating because as i was watching i was like oh perhaps it feels a bit hacky to have this structure but once he's talking about it, it's like oh he was so right it's the only way that could have worked uh it's a really interesting movie there's so much beautiful warmth in his in christie's family I think it's really worth the, watching. Who's the mother? The mother was Brenda Fricker. Uh, she was also an Oscar winner for this movie. Yeah, she's she's spectacular. And the one thing that, the one wrinkle and the one great sort of weird Jim Sheridan family connection is, he's like, in my left foot, I modeled the mother character from my mother. Mm. And in, in the name of the father, I modeled Pete Postlethwaite's Giuseppe after my dad. Mm. And it was like this weird thing is like, and he goes, you know, when everything positive happened with my left foot, you know, I, I thanked my mom because that's who the, that was the anchor of the film. And I, I modeled it off of her and Pete Postlethwaite Giuseppe was like my dad. And, mm. and he was like, you know, this is for you. This is about us. And so yeah. it's, it's, uh, she, she's fan. The one thing I remember about that movie very vividly is how amazing she is in it. Mm. She's amazing in it. And he, he's, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis at this point, it's like, I mean, people know that he was like a shoemaker, mm. when, you know, like you know, he's like yeah. a cobbler in Paris and, and and stuff like he has to get out of it because he can't, you know, escape from just mm. absorbing these roles. But yeah, he's um he's a he's a special actor yeah. and it's a good movie. They should just get him to come back and do action movie <laughs> shit or something. I want a really dumb Taken. I want him to have a dumb yes. Taken movie. Let's go. Let him have some fun. Let him do another freaking musical or something. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that was my left foot. Let's dive over to uh, one that I consumed a bit more voraciously than Alex. And let's listen to a trailer for In the Name of the Father. No law, just love. What should we call you? They call me whales. Come on. <laughs> Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you... In the wake of the Guildford pub bombing deaths, the government has responded with emergency legislation and increased police powers of search and arrest. Get him up! I have a right to speak to my son. You are in trouble, Conlon. What are you charging me with? The murders of five people. Get out of here, man! Who taught you how to make the bomb, Jerry? I didn't do this. What are you trying to do to me? What are you doing in here? Conspiracy to murder. Their arrest was only the beginning. My name's Giuseppe Connor. I'm an innocent man. So's my son. Of a remarkable journey. All of the defendants claim that they were subjected to physical and mental abuse while under police custody. We're never harmed in any way. How do you find the defendants? Guilty as charged. From the hands of a government. This is your home for the rest of your life. Who knew they were innocent. What are we gonna do now? Nothing. To the heart of a lawyer. This conspiracy of silence has kept my client behind bars for 14 years. Determined to prove it. There's guilty as sin. 
In the name of justice. In the name of truth. In the name of love. In the name of the Father. All right, In the Name of the Father is a 1993 biographical crime drama co-written and directed by Jim Sheridan. It's actually based on the true story of the Guildford Four where four people were falsely accused of the 1974 pub bombings. It's Mm. based on Proved Innocent, the story of Jerry Conlon uh, of the Guildford Four, it's by Jerry Conlon. That's obviously it's it's his biography. The lead character Daniel Day Lewis plays in this is by Jerry Conlon, and I think what is so I don't know terrific and special uh, about this movie is again something that's kind of we're learning is kind of quintessential to Jim Sheridan is he finds a way to tell a story. Like this is a story mm. about a father and son, and then he starts to package this real life biography around it, and some of the um, narrative uh or sorry the real life concessions that have to move away for the narrative is about this father and son relationship and it's such a terrifically acted terrifically cast movie so Mm. you've got daniel day lewis um is is jerry conlon and pete postlethwaite plays giuseppe conlon who's his dad emma thompson she's fantastic in this movie oh she's so great she plays um gareth pierce who's the uh uh, who's the the lawyer because it's kind of it, it does two things it's a father and son movie mm. but it has a great narrative device where it's uh Jerry Conlon from jail which is a true fact is he used to record messages and tell the story to his lawyer about everything that led him up to the points that he's in his life and so you hear this kind of voiceover from the past this mm. echo talking to this lawyer she's driving around London doing this investigation and then you see back into the past and look I I I had I had vague memories of seeing this movie. I know I'd seen it before. Mm. And I was like, I, 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 when I saw it, I was like, yes, I've, I've definitely seen this on 10,000 times at, you know, parts of it. But man, I was just blown away because this is such a, this feels like a way more conventional Daniel Day Lewis performance for me. Mm. Like a, he doesn't, he's not as, doesn't seem to have the baggage. He's just doing a great job nailing this performance. Have you, you've seen in the name of the father before, right? Not for a very long time. I've seen it. Uh, probably when I was a teenager as well. Yeah. I think we had it on DVD. We had quite a few. My mum really liked Daniel Day-Lewis. I remember My Beautiful Laundrette was a movie I've seen heaps and heaps in my life because I had that DVD. I just loved that movie as well. Um, I think In the Name of the Father, it's an interesting point because it is less physically demanding than even obviously my left foot and the, the boxer, boxer where he has to, where he decides to become a freaking boxer, <laughs> you know, where he, he does the Jake LaMotta, Robert De Niro thing. Um, and it is, it's him embodying a real person, but it's not like a deep dive yes. beyond the psychological that he would be doing. It's, it, it's, it doesn't have to incorporate something out of this realm. Like, you know, he doesn't have to fucking live, get <laughs> hypothermia to play like Butcher Bill or whatever from Gangs of New York. He doesn't have to go like make shoes and make clothes. It's like, a, it's a guy, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, he's much more relatable and it's actually watching this buoyant person um, build up the courage to take the fight to what is a deeply corrupt British you know, penal system and, and like all of the foundational judicial systems. And so I think it grows and it swells. And 
I don't know, it just, it, it has a great, it just runs up into a beautiful crescendo and it kind of defies some of those, I guess, traditional biopic tropes. But I, I really had a great time with it in, in the name of the father. If you haven't seen it, it's, you know, it just, it's really terrific. One of the top, you know, there are so many fascinating, great IRA movies mm. filled with moral quandaries. And it feels like, you know, the, the, the events of like two, th- you know, the events of nine 11 kind of dwarfed um, and, and incorrectly like propagandized this whole thing of like all these terrorist acts were solely this like mm. Middle Eastern thing. But some of the most fascinating movie texts, contemporary movie texts um, in the nineties were like embroiled in yeah. all of this chaos that was happening with the IRA and all of the terrorist acts that were happening in Europe at the time. So it's fascinating. It's great. It's terrific. And it's probably like, despite my left foot being kind of like iconic, mm. like in the name of the father feels like the next Jim Sheridan movie that everyone yeah. knows. I think so. And it's probably the one, it's probably the best one in this box set. If yes. you really have to think about it, I, I, I think it might be the best film in this box set. I guess the other Jim Sheridan movie people know is probably Brothers. He did yes. that remake of Brothers yes. with uh, Jake, is it Jake Gyllenhaal and Tobey Maguire? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I like that movie too. And he also did Get Rich or Die Trying, <laughs> the 50 Cent biographical film. It was really hard to do, to, to push that away mm. from this box set. Yeah, to well, go it's from not Jerry, Irish enough. To go from Jerry Conlon mm. to 50 Cent, it's, uh, that's what we're going to go. Look, rather than fight with Jim Sheridan, we're going to play the trailer for The Box. Our prisoner's waves. Danny Flynn's out. After 14 years in prison, Danny Flynn is coming home. He's not one of us. Why did you really come back here? This is my home. So what are you going to do? I thought I'd try and get a few fights. We're going to take the fighting off the streets and put it back where it belongs. He broke my heart, Danny. Why didn't you ask me to wait? How can I ask you to wait for me? In a world where violence is a way of life. On your way, boy. The most dangerous thing you can do is fall in love. I've lived in silence with your face for 14 years. You spread into scent, Joe. Now you have Danny Boy Flynn making a mockery of everything you stood for. Tell me you don't love Danny Flynn. You've done nothing wrong. You're a prisoner's wife. You know what that means, don't you? I'm the prisoner here. You and your politics have made sure of that. You have to get rid of him. Or you'll find them in a pool of blood. Just leave my family alone. I'm not going to lose Donny. End of story, peacemaker. In prison, you get used to silence. In the end, as the silence becomes your best friend. From the acclaimed director of In the Name of the Father, Daniel Day-Lewis, Emily Watson, the Boxer. The Boxer. Freed from jail 14 years after getting involved with the IRA, Danny Flynn, played by Daniel J. Lewis, returns home to his Belfast neighborhood. But Danny's former life in the person of his past IRA compatriots comes back to haunt him. I hadn't seen this one before. I hadn't seen it either. And it's a really interesting one because it is like you've described the other ones. It's Jim Sheridan finding a story in something. It's a really interesting mix of genres and pastiches in a kind of fascinating way because it's a boxing movie 
not unlike Rocky in its structure and some of its characters. Yes. And it's also like an IRA movie kind of buried into it. And, and then also a weirdly kind of terse romantic drama as well, or a relationship drama rather. And it is interesting because I don't know what because i love boxing movies obviously <laughs> yeah but i feel like the ira elements of this movie were so interesting that the boxing kind of felt irrelevant at points but then it's so steeped in who the characters are and their part so much of this movie is set in that boxing gym as a place for community to come together to commune community to commune yeah. between the two warring factions as well uh, I think it is really a fascinating movie that has stuck with me a little bit more than I anticipated. I, I'm much the same. The, the, I'd heard just from friends who are, who have been professional fighters mm. and, you know, there's a weird thing that happens sporting. You know, if, if you've ever meet a professional sports person, I don't know if you do this, but I certainly do it. I, if there's a movie about their sport, I want to know what their favorite is. I'm like, yes. well, what's your favorite? And with boxers, it's really hard because it's kind of always Rocky and yeah. recently maybe it's Creed. Yeah. And then there's like a no sick- No one's going Southpaw. I <laughs> love Southpaw. There's one sick pervert out there that's like Honey Boy and you're mm-hmm. like, Honey Boy? Yeah. You don't even know what Honey Boy <laughs> is. Um, and then you're- But I had I have a really close friend who was like a, you know, a semi-professional. He was a New South Wales champion. And I used to ask him, what's your favorite boxing movie? And he said, The Boxer. And his wow. big thing at the time, I was like, why? And- you know, in true, true, true to form at that time, true to that thing. He was like, I've just never seen a, a person who I believed mm. was actually able to get hit, throw punches, fight as much as I believe Daniel Day Lewis and the yeah. boxer. And so he's real, man. That's he's, all you can really say <laughs> is he's real. He's real. But that's, that's where I think that like Daniel wanted to make this boxing movie. Wasn't too intent on making another movie that was steeped in, you know, you know, mm. Northern Ireland sort of culture and all those uh, underpinnings. And Jim Sheridan's access point was like, what, how do I make an emotional conflict that mirrors the mm. conflict that he's going to have in the ring? And he's just like this weirdly smart and incredibly intuitive storyteller who finds this way. And I found this like, um, Emily Watson's character who mm. in the film, um, who who sort of is so, uh, trying to hook up with um, uh, is trying to hook up with Danny Flynn, Daniel Day Lewis's character. There's an entire backstory of all these women who are mm. stuck as their husbands are imprisoned falsely or like heinously for some minor charge by the English occupation. And they just have all these like vigils led by Brian Cox's community leader to like go, let's stay strong, let's stay together. And even, you know, it's it's this weird like post-war, I don't know, it's so strange, mm. the vibes. And I think it gives such texture that elevates totally. it from being just this boring as batshit, you know, three-act mm. struggling boxing movie. There's just so much other stuff going on. I think that's actually what elevates it. Mm. Um, and and I think to your point, that the community lens on it, just everything about it and how sport can be a place where people can gather around and, and like let their lives or any turmoil that's going on in their lives melt away. Mm. It actually is the melting pot in this movie. And I think that's it's just – I. I'm shocked about how much I would recommend this mm. out of like, I was like, Oh, of course my left foot. And of course in the name of the father, like they're the big ones, but man, the boxer is so goddamn entertaining. It might be my favorite in this box set mm. because I just, it, it snuck up on me. And it captures like an interesting element of almost taking the IRA and the people around it and 
adding it into almost like a Godfather-esque crime family yeah. genre as yeah. well. Uh, the I really love all the performances in this movie. All the people who mentioned, Brian Cox, uh, Emily Watson. But who I really loved, who was a standout of the whole movie for me, was Ken Stott as the boxing coach. Yeah, he was amazing. I just love, love, love that actor. He plays Rebus, which is like <laughs> a classic crime English show. But he's also in all the Hobbit movies. Um, I think that he is just fantastic in this movie. So watchable. Uh, up there with like the likes of your Burgess Merediths in Rocky. He is a must watch in this movie. Guys, that has been our, I mean, look, a pretty effusive gush fest for the mm. Jim um, Sheridan four Irish films. I'm going to have to tell you some bad news though. On the Imprint Films website, this bad boy is sold out. It Ooh. is hot stuff. So if you want it, you're going to have to go looking around to other places, your Amazon.coms if you're in Australia, your mm. JB Hi-Fi's online. Check it out. It will only be around in online places. Um, these limited edition box sets often fly off the shelves but it's so heartening we're doing this one a little bit later than we normally would it's so heartening to actually chat to you guys while it is sold out so get amongst it in those other places lex it's great to catch up with you to catch up on this july one we're going to have another mm -hmm. hot off the presses august um batch review coming up for you at least the first half of that batch um which is going to be exciting but lex where can people find your amazing work i believe we may have a little bit of finding Yeezus. yeah finding Yeezus, the documentary that cameron james and i have been working on for like the last year or plus it's coming out super soon this yes. month september 26 put it in your diary subscribe to grouse house the youtube channel uh that is in partnership with andy donna the sketch group we made it with them the series comes out soon it's a mystery investigation where we we are investigating a bizarre video game that may have been used as a recruitment tool for a new age cult. Uh, and the first episode comes out September 26th. Subscribe. Then we're going week for week after that for six episodes. Oh my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Now you can also find in the After Dark Neo-Noir Collection 2, mm -hmm. you can find the works of one, Alexi Toliopoulos. And two, Blake Howard. Uh, yes. We are going to be in the booklet uh, writing about three films in there, The Way of the Gun, Internal Affairs, and Narc. Um, very excited to be contributing to that incredible box set. There are other uh, commentary tracks from uh, a One Heat Minute Productions family. Uh, Travis Woods is doing the commentary for The Way yes. of the Gun, which is very exciting. There's so much other stuff that, um, that's really hot on there. But if you are wanting to listen to anything that I'm doing, if you're not already listening to this one on One Heat Minute Productions, I really want to strongly recommend you jumping over there. Mm -hmm. We have an amazing uh, show called Miami Nice, which is turning into a horny Michael Mann, uh, modern Michael Mann, rather, campfire. Um, we've got to ha have some incredible conversations coming up on there, which is great. We've just done a special mini series with Alex um, on there that he uh, was a guest on uh, so graciously called One Thief Minute, which is a double episode honoring the life and work of James Kahn, which is very moving. Oh, thank it's you, man. It's very moving. It's fantastic. Jim Belushi talking about his freaking co-star <laughs> on Thief is so good. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 not only got um, uh, an incredible crew of contributors, also has Jim Belushi on there, which is a pretty special. Um, it's rocks, man. It was very great. I was, I, was, I was very pleased with how it all came together. But so check that out and we will catch you guys um, on another episode of Imprint Companion very, very soon. Start your watch. It's coming in three, in two. No, not that quick. <laughs>